0: what up everybody this is jammers in the rough on CH sports it's your boy Paige, here and your wonderful co-host Josh just getting back from the orgy winter just the... <laughs> <laughs> uh Cody the worst Waldron is no longer with us on this podcast um, the last two weeks he was Skipping show, hanging us out to dry, and this week he decided to come and just cancel last minute again. But thankfully, as Josh and me are huge Freddie Mercury fans, we believe that the show must go on, so we're here with you (laughs) to bring you an amazing podcast this evening. What's up, Josh? How you been? You know, it's been good. It's been good, like camping out in the woods with a four-year-old and a 15 year old and my wife for, I think we're in the tent for 10 or 11 days. It has challenges, but it's a lot of fun. The Oregon Country Fair is, it's a, it's a beautiful place out there, a good piece of property. Um, I think it's like 400 or something acres. Uh, you know, city, it's, it's really cool to watch the city get built in the woods, party in there for a few, for four days, enjoy some awesome music, some good shows, and then watch it get torn down. Um, it's, it blows my mind every year. Watching it be alive and then be dead, because uh, I'm there about a week after it closes, um, with my crew. But we did this year. We did a glow bocce, and we went from like one end of the of uh, the Orange Country Fair to the other, and then around a bit. That was a lot of fun. There's like 12 of us mobbing through these dark ass trails um, with uh, glow bocce. Super fun. Glow bocce is that the one with like the little pink. No, it's the one where you're like the one single ball, like a white ball, and a person throws it, and then you have your ball that you try to roll to get closest to it. Never yes, heard, of I've it? never played, I've never heard of bocce, bocce. That's yeah, a, it's a fun one. Yeah, it's like uh, whoever gets closest gets to pick up the little white ball and throw it next, and you just throw it wherever you want, and then everyone has to throw from that spot and get your ball the closest to win that round. Okay. Yeah, and glow bocce just you know adds a whole nother thing we love it. it. Because you know, it's nighttime and you can't see shit. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh hi Page of Josh, Ursus is the best mid ever. You know, it is a damn good mid. I will agree. Actually I agree. Especially as you start no, to see how, like <laughs> how quick I was with that, that one. You had it. I, had a... <laughs> I think it's somehow the best mid and the most underrated mid. Where is it? Right here. These ones <laughs> are, like, the baseline. They're not as overstimulated as the glass. Huh? Granite? Granite? Granite, What's What's yeah. That? Granite. The granite glow. What is this? Yeah. What does that say? It's a treasure map. <laughs> so if anyone wants to go to the Brazos River and Waco and find this treasure, there is a $100 bounty on that reward. Hundred dollar bounty, not reward. Anyways.
1: What's the this di- run... what, disc-
0: what disc is sitting in there? Oh, just, just some orange disc. It's a treasure. That the, 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 the <laughs> treasure is the journey, not the not the item. Yeah, but how, Get you how many and discs a couple are probably... of your hobbit buddies and go on an adventure. But how many discs are probably sitting in that water right there? Shoot, how many snakes are sitting in that water is what the question (laughs) you should be asking yourself. You go on an adventure, it's gonna be all Indiana Jones and just be like, Why do I have to be snakes as you're swimming through the lagoon? Well, heck, did you ever, by the way? Oh, go ahead. I said, Did you ever listen to that song that I uh told you or mentioned in the comments, uh, Island Glow by Dirty Heads? No, I haven't listened to that song, it's dude, it's, it's worth checking out. It's pretty much two Pirates. One that has his gold on the island, and the other one's coming to get the gold on the island. Very witty, very good. Chorus is awesome, too. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah it was kind of one of those like, their, al- their first album was like, m- one of my absolute favorites, it was on repeat in my car, and then I just kind of kept listening to that. I was like, you just reached it for me, and they kept releasing new albums, and I never really picked up any of their new albums, because for me, that was kind of one of the the good our best albums I've actually probably ever heard. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Yeah, they got some good tracks for sure. So but yeah. No, I was gonna say, uh speaking of the new Indiana Jones is absolute I wouldn't say absolute trash. It's just like I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta let something die and start over. <laughs> wait, is that's there a mine. new one? Yeah, there's a new Indiana Jones that's came out. See our Harrison Ford, all CGI to be young again. Oh really? That's yeah, that's a, it's a, a new, new take. Just let let things die. We should speak to about discs that way, right? Like sometimes you just let Prodigy die, so that Lone Star can live and just kill a brand. <laughs> 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 that's kind of how I felt when I watched like a like I watched like Fast and the Furious like the first like couple, and then I saw that there was like a new one released on my Plex account, and so I like. St- Fast X or something like that. I threw it on him. There's like characters on there. I'm like, I thought you like died in one of these movies. Like, how are you in this, in the show? Like, one of the, one of the females that are in it. And so it's I stopped like Dragon watching. Ball Z approach. There's the little like, you know, planet where all these dead, dead spirits live in and you gotta, you gotta <laughs> drift and race your way back to Earth. It was a whole, I think it was like Tokyo Drift or something when that happened. I don't know. I'm kidding, by the way. It's just, (laughs) I think everybody's tired of that. Also, like, I think we're just getting uh, oversaturation of shit just being shoved down our throat, whether it's movies, TV shows, uh, discs, um, disc golf. Not that I'm ever tired of the disc golf, but I think the discs. I think we're looking at all of these releases. Went to the store and was like, uh, what just got released? The Rolo? And I was like, I didn't even hear of the fucking Rolo. Who makes that? uh, Innova. flash oh innova 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 makes a rolo uh the rolo. star rolo it's uh like five six negative four one or something like i think it's a roll like roller mid-range roller disc is what they're trying to do but completely <laughs> me off guard because i'm just like what the fuck like usually like when it comes to new molds i know what's coming out right like uh clash with the charity and stuff and the spice and you know, I'm usually like caught up to speed with what's coming out, but when I went to all day disc golf today and saw the roll up, I was like, how did I not hear about this as I'm picking up an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's that's the name. So I was like, what's that one called? The alien. So is that pretty much a sonic? No. No. It's like it's like the fastback kind of sonic top. Yeah. But like bulky rim is overstable, so it's like a glidy overstable disc um Jeff Corns had one at uh, North America Invitational and we we're throwing it around and was really surprised at how stable it was. Like, I'm talking about like seeing some like MPL put on Anheuser and watching it flex out. Um, oh, wow. So after throwing it, I actually went and bought one because I was like, this is kind of nice. Like MD4, but with glide. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you don't have those discs. Usually when the, the more overstable they get, the faster they're trying to get to the ground. Yeah. So I picked one up to toy around with, um, and I don't know. I just got it today, so I'm hoping it hoping it makes the bag. It feels surprisingly good, but the top is very flimsy, so I don't know if it's going to keep that stability for long. But okay. it's not a Sonic. Is the fastback PDJ approved? The one that like Dismania had. I thought so. Yeah. It doesn't say it on it. It does not say like approved. Oh well, then it's probably not approved. Okay. here let's say fastback pdga approved what you got what you got what i was... i tr- i tried looking it up i couldn't find anything well a fastback from wamo yeah is approved oh it is well that's, I mean, it's from wamo it's wamo yeah. okay what? it's what a super class and vintage class approved date January 1st, 1971. Certification oh. number 71-01. That's official. It is official. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to bag that. I'll bag the Fastback, the Sonic, and the Alien. And then I'll just play one Makes me curious <laughs> if they're going to go this whole like uh, trail down with these like Fastback tops and be like, let's do a Fastback uh, fairway driver. <laughs> and this <is> a driver <laughs> with a little like grooved top. I'm here yeah. for it. They start getting janky with it. I don't think enough companies try to push the envelope for what they could be doing with their discs. I think a lot of them keep to the stock, like, this is your typical rounded putter. This is your overstable, aggressive fairway driver. This is your mid-range. Like, I don't think enough people, like, try to do, like, Castaplas K- kind of did that when they first came into the scene, right? They're like, Berg... Let's get janky with it, Rask. Let's get janky with it. Let's explore these things. Um, I'm not saying we need to do it, I think Loft does it a little bit, but they're not doing it. Like, I mean, I guess there's a a, the mutant that was different. That was like the Tesla truck, yeah, but it's different, but it's different to be like overstable. And I feel like if you're just trying to create beef like that, like they've done it a couple of ways already at this point. I think um like I want to see like the the seven speed glides. I want to see the hey if you have three hundred foot of power you throw this disc it goes four hundred feet. That's the stuff I wanna get curious about, like how they can get creative. Yeah um within like the, the limitations of course of what are the limitations and guidelines of what they're allowed to do. Um but that there, there has to be some creativity. It kind of brings up that point that you're saying that like the market is kind of saturated with just the same old disc, different name, maybe a little bit different numbers, but numbers are like arbitrary. Like well, like two years ago, Discraft was known for the zone, and no other company really had a zone comparison. Fast forward to two years, and every company has a zone comparison at this point. Um and that's like I think one of the more important ones because yes, everybody wants to destroyer because it's the best distance driver but people have been trying to replicate the destroyer for for decades at that point right but the zone was kind of ignored this entire time um i mean with half attempts like the rat and stuff but the tactic but nothing quite captured that and then all of a sudden every company has their own comparable mold to the zone and i don't think the zone probably blasphemy but it's the best at what it does anymore um kind of same thing well i think the destroyer is still the best i think that's just hard to beat at this point because they have 20 years of different molds runs toolings uh experience with that mold to find what you need like the zeus is not a destroyer but anyways i'm, I'm getting sidetracked but my point being is yeah get creative like i want to see a disc with like four little legs coming off and those four little legs where you throw it just grabs the dirt and stops that's what I want to see. <laughs> so it comes out? No, I just... Like, I mean, yeah, I guess it could come out. See? That's, I was just thinking, like, permanently, like, just four permanent legs that are just like, hey, and it slows your disc down, and when it lands, it just... <laughs> like, like, at a certain spin speed, they, like, pop out? Yeah, see, I'd be down with that. Like, that's creative. That's your, like, Berg 2.0. Berg's are monster trucks. <laughs> Let's take the monster truck wheel away and leave little freaking feet... On those discs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw this thing like pop up in my email, like alert. Um, uh, it's from Dismania, had it on their site. What was it? It's this thing. There you go. Yeah, that. Oh, it's okay. like it's like a game proofer smart tag for like 129. What it looks like it's it like measures how you're, yeah, throwing. your throw speed, your spin, all that for you. Oh, there we go, throw speed, flight speed, speed ratio, spin, flight stability, throw distance, find my disc, LED light for throwing in the dark. How does it attach? Huh. There's just something, you know, I haven't seen something like that pop up anywhere. So I was kind of cool. They've been doing the, like, uh, on DGA Live, they've been having some of the trailers for similar things, and... There's somebody on Instagram, so sorry I can't give you a shout out because I don't know your name. But it's a store, and they have that set up on a disc. And you go into the store, you throw it a couple times, and then he can see where you're at. He recommends discs based off of where all of those things are at. And I think that's That's a really cool idea to, like, not even beginners, just advanced players. Like, I almost want to go in there and just throw and see where my things are at because we all have an idea of like, oh. I throw my arm speed at 69 miles per hour, but there's no way of really knowing besides like, Oh, I slowed down my spin or I tried to put more spin on it. There's no way to know exactly where your spins at. And I think, uh, those things are creative for that. But one, I don't think they're PDGA legal. So you can't put them on your discs and go play around. Um, Mm -hmm. well, tournament round sanction round, but I think it is a good training tool because that's where, like, I think, uh, a lot of our technology has been advancing to even like weightlifting, right. They have like the little like heart monitors and they're getting away from like, Oh, do 80%. it's like, no, maintain your heart rate within, you know, 80 to 90% of whatever, whatever. And I think that's really cool. But I don't know. I just don't think like we're there quite yet with this golf. I I think a lot of beginners are going to buy that and try to like figure out those numbers for themselves. I think it's a, an advanced tool to better hone your game. But if you're an advanced player, usually you've already kind of figured out some of the things that that's trying to tell you. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, how do I slow my arm speed down? How do I speed it up? What should I be throwing? You figure that out already. But a beginner with that, I don't think is going to improve as drastically as maybe, you know, $130 should improve you. $180 should improve you. Yeah, and also like being a, what I'm assuming is a newer product, it's like how... How accurate is it? How well does it work? Like, well, is it like, giving you false information that's actually counterproductive to your game? Well, it becomes like the rangefinder conversation, right? Like, I think rangefinders are great. I use it from time to time, but the best thing that happened to me was I lost my rangefinder and I started getting my distance back and I can gauge that with my eyes better. Mm-hmm. And then I got a range finder again, and then I never used my range finder unless I was unsure, right? Like, oh, is it 330 or is it 360? Click, okay, cool, that's this disc. But I wasn't using it, like, and I see a lot of beginners that are like, click, 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 click. Mm-hmm. Click, click. Huh. All right. Click. <laughs> oh, I'm short. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found myself, like, like I have, I carry one in my bag, but, like, really the only time that I will use it is if, like, like hole 18 at Dexter, like, that is like it's a wide open shot, but like a big distance. Like when you throw your first shot, gauging how far you are in the middle of a field to a basket sometimes sometimes be very very deceiving. And, yeah, oh, well, I, I I agree yeah. with you. And like golf courses, like without a distance finder, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because you need to know if it's like 330 and 380 look the same. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be able to gauge some of that stuff for yourself. Um, I'm not saying they're bad tools. I'm saying don't put yourself in a deficit and completely cripple yourself by leaning on these tools. There are tools exist to help you, right? Like the, the thing that you pulled up, I think that'd be cool to utilize in a warm up. You bring your net with you, you bring that disc and you just slowly watch your speed and your rotations go up and you're like, okay, cool. When I reach this point, you know, 69 miles per hour 300 rotations per disc i know all my arm is warmed up and i don't need to spend more time on that you can just kind of work it right a lot of times what we do in warm-ups we'll just throw you know we'll stretch we'll throw we'll put we'll stretch we'll throw we'll putt but then you step on a whole one T and you're really not sure if you're you're as warm as loose as you can so i can see it being a good warm-up tool for that getting a gauge of where you're at um The never lose a disc thing, like I don't think anybody's taking that out and throwing it on the course and being like, boop, boop. (laughs) Like, where are you? Boop, boop. It's just, I mean, I know everybody's talked about that. I feel like everybody's had that when they first started playing. Like, oh, you know what would be a multi-hundred dollar idea? GPS trackers in your discs so you never lose them. (laughs) And people are exploring that. The majority of the time when I'm losing a disc is because of water. Like That's usually what eats my discs up. Oh, my disc is getting eaten up. I lost two discs yesterday. Well, you <laughs> like, are also, in, you're also you're you're in Portland though, where like those courses are like designed to eat your discs. Yeah. Like like uh, what was that? Blue River? No, Blue Blue Lake. Blue Lake. Blue, yeah. Blue. blue, blue. <laughs> Fuck that course, man. <laughs> I didn't lose any discs there. This last time I played there, but I lost two at Dabney, which is embarrassing. Um. So if you're watching this live, give me hell next time you see me for losing two discs at Dabney. Is Dabney a course where you shouldn't lose a disc? No, it eats your discs. It's overgrown. Oh. I just feel like I shouldn't like I shouldn't have lost my discs because it's also one of those courses like you can shoot eight to ten down on, and you know when it's that kind of scoreable, you really shouldn't be off the fairway too much. Yeah, but something kind, so, something kind, real quick, something kind of embarrassing though, uh, for the listeners. There's a course in my town called Westmoreland. It's nine hole. Pretty much a a little short, short course that's in the middle of a field, and uh, no bushes. There's some trees to go around, but no bushes, no like high grass really. I lost a disc there. I have no idea where it went. (laughs) It was very embarrassing. And that's where we—that's where we always get though. Like, this is some courses you don't ever want to leave them. I mean, I forget discs all the time. That I don't feel bad about because it's just like, oh yeah, I threw twenty and I picked up nineteen. Um but yeah, I mean I'm I'm not I'm probably like the worst person when it comes to losing discs. I spend like two minutes looking and it's like it should be here, it's not here, let's just keep pushing on, guys. <laughs> um I got enough. I mean, you see behind me, like it's gonna be a long time until I lose all of these fucking things. Right, right. I mean it does make you I mean I feel like collectors and people who just have a hard time not buying discs give up on looking for discs faster because they know that at home or in their car there's one that will replace it there's a couple discs though that i will spend hours if i I think that's always it right like i think my uh green and purple wraith i'll spend an hour looking for that it's super beaten i've been in my bag since february it's my distance driver it's super flippy right now um you can't you can't replace that with just another wraith you have to like season them and there's always those discs i think there's a like threshold though, like for me, it's like if it's over $40, I'll spend a little bit more time looking. If it's under $40, I won't. Um, if it's you know new to my bag, sometimes I actually like losing them because you're like, well, I narrowed my bag down a slot. Um, but if it's been in my bag for a long time, I'll spend more time looking for them. Also, like you know, color glow FT3s, for example, are good. Uh, like sometimes I won't spend as much time looking for them because I have you know ten on my shelf, and they're all relatively the same stability, all relatively the same. Like I lost one for a year and a half; it made its way back to me, and it flies exactly like I remember. <laughs> so it's like I—I <laughs> I mean, I don't spend too much time looking for those, Um even though I should because they're getting back to being expensive again. Oh, really? The glow, the color glow ones. Yeah, I mean everything is like cheap compared to what it was in like 2020. Oh, everything's cheap. That's why, like, yeah. I'm just like, but it's also finding people to sell because because the market's crashed. People aren't selling anymore. Like, because it's just like, what's the point? Like, they're rewarded for waiting right now. They're not rewarded for selling now. Yeah, I mean it's honestly like if you're a collector who. Your game is to collect this, sell this at high points. That's a smart move. Very smart move. Hold on to those think, collectors. You know, it goes like this. You know, it's eventually gonna go back up. Just a matter of time. Uh, we don't know though, especially like I mean, I think it's terrible, terrible way to advertise your disc. But did you look at did you read the blurb of the new glow FD3s? Uh uh-uh. uh. So the, the new, new glow? blurb. Yeah. So, like for... as the Glow FT3s of the past have been quite popular among our team players, we decided to give this classic beefcake a fresh new go under our own protection, our production. Our aim was to create a very close match to the classic 2018 Glow Sea Line run of the FT3, and we're pleased to say we succeeded pretty well in that task. These look, feel, and fly, if not exactly like the 2018 Glow FT3s, at least pretty darn close to. The only thing we failed miserably to recreate was the glow effect. These discs pack a lot more glow than the 2018 FE3s. So while different, we're going to count that as a win, also. So that's their little blurb on it, which I think is a terrible way to promote your new discs. You like acknowledge, like, oh, everybody, this is your favorite money run. Come buy this, which is like gonna be hype. And when it doesn't fly the same way, you're going to abuse that trust in your your your, your community. And then stocks gonna go back up with the old Innova stuff. Like I don't know, I think it's a bad luck look,
1: look. Yeah, like and the little of like
0: saying, it's like it's just like this one to say this is this is a good run of it, you should try it out. We find it to be a very good run, but like saying yeah. that it's exactly like an old disc, it, it definitely for the for the old like Inova molded heads, like they're gonna throw it and they're gonna find there's gonna be people who find something different about it and be pissed about it. Exactly. Like, everyone, lately has been trying to find things to be upset about online and this just opens up well and everybody's AMO. regretting the purchases they're buying too because they're buying into the hype and then when it doesn't do this thing they're like well i bought six because you said and when it's not that way then they're gonna try to resell them and flip them and you know it just becomes ugly yeah. um yeah and so like i don't know because i remember the hype last year was like the metal flakes being close to doombird twos and everybody talking about that but that was like community was talking about that was the collectors that was the sellers that was the throwers that were talking about this disc in comparison that wasn't the company saying hey look you know um i had a big spiel of like the p3x's so i'm a big p3x thrower and uh they just innova came out with the p3x came out and just said that this is the old p3x mold and i did like my little tangent of being like okay guys realize when you look at some of these old molds we fell in love with specific runs of discs, not the entire mold. So P3X being a very important one because it ebbs and flows. And these are for people that are buying into, uh, like, new to the game and buying into P3Xs. There are a few runs that are goaded. And there was a lot of runs that were complete whiffs. That's disc golf. That's do- buyers yeah. and collectors market. There's a reason we have different runs. And so this this run that came out that Innova just did was a little bit of a whiff and people were upset because they didn't fly like P3Xs uh, that they knew. Um, but it's like plastics changed, their mold has been dusted off, so they haven't been pushing this mold out for two years, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, I didn't buy any and I'm glad I didn't buy any because you wait for the good runs and then buy those up. Um, and just being patient with it. But yeah, and I think people forget that when they're just jamming discs down your throat. It's like, well, you're hoping to find a good run. Petamudi Luna is a great run of Luna and it's back in Paul Macbeth's bag for this tournament. He's not throwing oh. some of these other ones. <laughs> like soft rubber Luna run. Soft rubber <laughs> Yeah, and also, you know, there's every mold... Every run that comes out, they're going to be a little bit different because, like, humidity in the factory when they're being molded. There's so many factors that you can change the flight of a disc.
1: So, and these to are try good to make
0: examples, s- right? This is an FD3 swirly. This is FD3 swirly. Both Innova made. One is a little bit domier. One is bored flat. One is more overstable. One is a little bit straighter. There's a lot of variants in them. Yeah, but those Doombird 2s, though, those are solid. They're all right. that's, that's, a, well, man, I mean, that's, that's the they're, other thing. It's like, all right. That, but, 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 but that right there, it's like somebody could be like, oh, man, that disc is perfect for my game. Yeah. And someone else could be like, this is garbage for their game. Like I bag 4 f FD3s in my bag, and I do not bag a Doombird 2. That does not oh, mean man. they're good or bad. That just means they're not for my bag. They're not for my game. Yeah. I just, I What's it up, like, jerry Ann? They're hyzer shots. jerry says, hi, Paige and John. I missed you, too, jerry Ann. I've been hiding in the woods. But, yeah, that's my little tangent. Yeah. I have a lot of... We have two weeks to catch up on. A lot's happened. The P3X is the biggest thing that's happened in my world. In regards to disappointments, <laughs> everything else I'm not disappointed in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was a, I was a little disappointed in the results at the uh, PCS. Is that what it is? Yeah, PCS yeah. Proctor. I know, I know. I'm even wearing my like. Oh, where is it? One sec, guys. Oh my goodness! What is <gasps> it? Oh. My <laughs> I'm ruining him on... He's my sleeper pick for winning a major with these next three upcoming. Yeah. But he's had an amazing season. So close to taking one down at PCS. Um, But McBeast mode got activated. And who is he? Because it was still like just a two-pony race at PCS. Mm -hmm. It was him and Macbeth, And, you know, nobody was chasing him down. Also, can I say how how disappointed I was that the PCS trophy they're trying to just pass from Barsby to Macbeth and the next year is going to get it. Like I would, I just thought that was a cool ass trophy that Barsby should have been able to keep and they should have been able to remanufacture one or, you know, do something different. Last year was a mace. This year we'll do a sword or this year we'll do a shield. Like the bear bears cool at preserve, but the fact that you have to return it every year is kind of more of an annoyance. Like, not only did Barsby have to figure out how to bring it back to America, he had to figure out how to send it back over there. Um that becomes as tedious and difficult with the traveling circus. What was uh what was the women's trophy at PCS? I don't know. I, w- I wanna I wanna know. Let's see. PCS let's figure this out together people but I will say like trophies have been a big divide right now not divide uh there's not a division it's just more of like we're seeing some really cool trophies come out and a lot of really bad trophies and when you're taking down these big tournaments like leaving with you know uh paperweight it's kind of disappointing and more famously, like, the Simon Lazat gyro disc was disappointed because he gave it away to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as more money comes in and you're seeing bigger paydays, should that money be allocated towards a better trophy? Or should we eliminate trophies? Because, like, I think the argument, like, that I've heard the most is, like, we would rather have a dinker trophy and more money in the pool than a really cool trophy and a little bit less money but i feel like there has to be a fine line right the difference of 7500 and 7400 but a badass trophy could be something different and be worth it i don't know i just feel like the trophies have been extremely disappointed. yeah but i uh, you know i agree it, you know i love there are some unique ones i love i wish they were all unique i wish in disc golf that's just like a thing that happened is that every tournament there was something is different, not just a stereotypical trophy. And like the guitar it, was badass. Like and, and the, the freaking uh, the the axe, the axe was sick.
1: The so axe was, was like, sick
0: until it wasn't. Yeah, I mean the fact that it's not made different for a different person every year—that kind of that's kind of a bummer. But, but, uh, but so I pulled up Kristen Tatar. It was a sword and shield. Sword and shield. Yeah. Which I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? FPO, Shield Maidens, vi- like Valkyries, yeah. like that's the whole Viking thing. Yeah, uh, ha- her Instagram yeah. hasn't. It? Oh, her Instagram does. Okay, yeah. Like sponsors should be paying for trophies. I agree. Like, right? Don't take the money from the pool. Have these people step up. And you want to sponsor a big pro tournament? You want to be a big boy? Well, buy a big boy trophy. Do you mean do you mean like the sponsor like the main sponsor of the tournament like how yeah like Dismania like sp- doing uh, the European yeah. Open yeah I like that I want the I just, I just want some cool looking trophies uh and you got your your tournament coming up and I like the trophies I do you've have my made tournament coming up I like to I like the design of the the logo for them that's good no that's Tai. Tai was a guest in Jammers in the Rough. He designed the logo for the trophies. This is a great thing about the tournament I'm doing. Everybody that's kind of been part of my life is being a part of this tournament in one way or another. Um, Not everybody, obviously, because we can't have a billion people here, but people that had something to offer specifically for this tournament. So, Grammy's Trophies was actually founded on Jammers in the Rough, and they're doing our trophies. Uh, David Moore, White Rhino, is somebody that I got to know really well, and he's doing some of the minis. Um, I'm working with Thoughtspace Athletic, which, you know, jammers in the rough um, to do some of our player packs, like all-day disc golf. A local brick-and-mortar is helping me out with some of the script and everything as well as putting on the tournament because I haven't done one before, so I'm trying to make it all-inclusive of people that I've come to get to know um, over the years, and so also, oh, yeah. I did a bounty in the lounge, and Anyone that's able to listen to Jammers in the Rough and hear this, I'll put the same bounty. If you're willing to travel to this tournament, um, it's a B tier. We have 750 added. We have uh, five divisions. It's one day tournament. But if you can take down the tournament and you're not local, I will pay for your airfare here. Uh, we'll reimburse you, obviously. Um, so if you can win MP40, MPO, FA1... MA1 FPO um and you traveled more we'll say more than you had to fly right like i'm not going to pay for gas money like 20 bucks to get up here you had to fly or you had to have driven let's say over 6 hours to get here um i'll reimburse your cost of uh travel so that's my bounty i'm trying to figure out what a local bounty is so if you're local and you take down a tournament i want to have a bounty for you because i don't think that's fair i'm trying to figure that out so if you guys have any ideas i don't think uh I know quite yet, so we'll figure out that bounty well, that's later. A cool but... little perk. That's a cool I thought perk. so I'm coming out of town. Yeah, that's super awesome. Uh, you hear that, Jerry? Anne looks like you're going to be flying in free airfare. <laughs> 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 they got to win. Oh, sh- she's got this. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I just figured like some things like that. Like my goal is to do one tournament a year and make it as big as I can with some fun things like that. This is my first kind of. Foray into it and a little dance with tournament directing. So this year might not be as big, but definitely next year uh we're gonna go a little bit bigger and just kind of keep building it until eventually I get my own A tier and my fucking team that named it Jam and Jellies gets a A tier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh sometimes I hate taking I hate democracy sometimes. Yeah. Well you you know you open it up and that's what won. You know, it's always what one like what was that? I always <laughs> think about community where they put an anus on their, their school flag because of like the voting process. Uh. Anyways, that's that's my tournament coming up. I'm excited for it to be honest. Um, I'm of course a little bit late planning it all because life gets in the way. I have like three jobs, I'm a like disc golfer, avid disc golfer, so. <laughs> My time, like time frame, is like, oh yeah, it's only June. It's fucking end of July already. I don't understand where time goes. Um, that's and a, that's my and a dad. Oh and yeah, there's 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 a, there's a dad thing in life, but yeah. yeah, I mean they take me for granted. is what they do, so <laughs> I don't take them for granted. They take me for granted. <laughs> oh, Let's see what we got. yeah. So You're next gonna year's gonna be see. big. Next year's you know more time to plan it has a lot of tiny big Jerry Ann will be there. I just saw it yeah, right hey, there we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna it's, I'm gonna put it, it on like it's Saskatchewan, in Saskatchewan uh territory ch- like state champs or whatever what is it territorial champs territory so champ. <laughs> I don't know what they are they don't have states up there it's like territories no I think you're right providences no I think the providence is the, no I think providence is the big the bigger portions and territories are the smaller portions of the yeah. Providences Oh, really, uh, just disconnected once we start talking Canadian. No, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I could be completely off basis, though. It's it's Canada. I mean, they have, have loonies and toonies and territories and providences. But I mean... it's also Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. I'll never what? forget Saskatchewan. 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 One. Saskatchewan. <laughs> why is it? Why is it one? That's how. It's pro- that's how. No, Saskatchewan. One. Pre- that's how you pronounce it. How do you know that's how it's pronounced? Are you are you from there? Because Jerry told me. I mean, Jerry, Jerry just makes up all... shit half the time. I can't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the joke on us. It's like yeah, they've been they've been be colonized. <laughs> they've been colonized. We can't we can't trust them. They're assimilated. <laughs> okay, okay. So what do we have now? The e- the European Open. That's what European Open. Right now? Man, I wish it wasn't so early in the morning when it comes on live. Oh man, you gotta wake up and watch it. I mean, just play because you have the next four hours when you wake up <laughs> to watch it without having to watch it live, and you still get the live experience. Yeah, but that's not that's not how i I like to I like to watch it from the beginning, and so I so have to wait I'm for it from the beginning. I waited well, until it was done at ten o'clock. I started watching it. Was it ten a.m.? It finished. I don't know, like ten thirty, ten a.m. I don't know. Okay, that's not bad. Are they uh are they putting the live like replay live up pretty quickly? I mean it was up when I when I clicked on it, I don't know. Yeah. It's one tournament. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Hey, you're supposed to know all the answers. That's it worked like for job. me. It was early enough for me to watch it and I gotta yeah, chill. I took my daughter to Playdate PDX and I had it propped up while she was playing. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. But also, there was a chat came in. I love my trophies so far. Every image I've seen of the trophies and anything competitive uh, was has looked awesome. I've been absolutely flabbergasted by it, and I think it stems not only with the artists who I've chosen to do the work, as in the trophies, so Grammys and White Rhino, but also Ty. Here's another shout-out to the kid. Um, he also just took down North NUI, his first A-tier as an MA1 player, Um so congrats to the kid. Um, he's going to go on some big media tour now. Like he wins an A tier and all of a sudden he's like, I got to plan some media tours so people can get to know me. Um, <laughs> that's smart though. That's smart. Yeah, it's that, smart. That, that's, but that's one That's one thing that boy is good at is promoting himself. That is one and, thing he's you know, good at. And that's half the game. That's half the game. No, nah, that's not even half the game. That's like if you're trying to be a full-time disc golfer, that's the game. And yeah, then the rest be of it is disc golf. I don't think so. I think Bullshit. you can find a way. No, I mean, obviously I like, guess you have to be good at disc golf, but like, look at it. Let's say, uh, name, a name a 20 to 40 level pro 20 to 40. Yeah. Simon Lazat. He's top 20. <laughs> so you said name 20 to 40. Yeah. 20 to 40. He's top 20. He's literally oh, uh, number oh. five. I th- okay. I thought you meant age. I thought you meant age. Okay. twenty and forty? Um, top twenty to forty. Uh let's see, Proctor's up there, so he wouldn't count. Um Barsby? What's he what's he, what's he at? All right. Greg Barsby will do. You're just dragging this out way too long. No. You so answer much- for yourself. Oh, Greg Barsby is a great Disc golfer, we all know Mm -hmm. it. He's a 2018 world champ. He's had breakout tournaments a year. Been on lead card. How much money do you think he's made this year? Uh, forty-two thousand. As a player, he's made nine thousand fifty-two dollars. So when I say the game is everything else, disc golf is just a part of it. Disc golf is his beer money. It's his like gas money. It's his get him to the next show. It's get a highlight throw in so people will then buy his game but if he doesn't have the platform doesn't have that following doesn't have any of these other things people aren't going to buy those discs so the game for a new up and coming person is what I'm saying which is like Taii, get your name out there because people aren't going to be buying it because you're a 950 rated player they're going to be buying it because Ty is asking them to because they support him because blah 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 blah, blah. That's the game. I'm just saying, Greg Barsby, he's number 45, so he was out of that range uh, on the tour rank. but $9,000. I pulled up Simon Lazar. got nine- sponsorship money. Then oh, that's different. Yeah, that becomes... But that's still like, sell the discs. And how are you going to sell the discs? That's where Eric Oakley reinvented himself. Is this good? push that out there he's selling more discs um on top of like you know his play really doesn't matter to to his sponsors because he's selling discs other ways he's had like maybe two tournaments that he broke out this year he hasn't found himself on lead card coverage i'm not saying they're not competitive i'm not saying that's not an important part of it that's just not the game anymore not if you're trying to exist on this tour that makes sense. That's me. That's my that's my take on it all. Wow, I know so philosophical, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, cynical, so jaded, so over disc golf. I'm so ready page. just to, I'm just ready to uh, retire, get a six pack, and go to Rockwood and just ace run every hole. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at in my life because. Uh, I'm done. I'm tired. Today you're tired. Tomorrow you'll be on that course. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm hitting a brick wall and I'm tired of hitting brick walls with my head because the only way I know how to go through them is just to bah! hit my head against that wall until it breaks. And yeah. I'm old man and my neck hurts and I can't keep doing that. <laughs> but I'm not smart enough to walk around. Yeah. See, I'm getting deep with it. I like <laughs> it. Oh, I'm just deep with my struggles. I know them all yeah. too well. No, for but sure. Cleaned out my gym. I'm going to start working out again next week. Start trying to get back into better shape. Because if NUI taught me anything, though I'm in better shape than I was last year, I am still not in good enough shape. And fuck, does it exhaust myself carrying around my heavy ass. So I'm not trying to lose too much weight, but trying to get a little bit more uh acclimated to what i can and can't do and be a little bit healthier yeah are you thinking about doing a strongman again hell no fuck that no <laughs> i'm talking about you getting healthier no i did good i'm not I'm saying yeah. i can't compete in strongman i'm just saying like i'm just going to do like strongman lifts i'm going to incorporate things that i absolutely loved in strongman but to compete in strongman again i'm trying to lose weight right like that's the reason I quit doing strongman is because disc golf was taking all of my attention. Um but to be a successful disc golfer, I need to drop probably fifty pounds. Um, whereas with strongman, I actually probably have to put fifty pounds on. <laughs> <laughs> and right now with where I'm at, putting on another fifty pounds isn't something I wanna do. Um so I'm still gonna do the lifts, I'm still gonna work out, I'm still gonna like I love Atlas Stones. Um I'm still gonna keep doing these things, but not with the intention of competing. It makes sense. Yeah, it was taking up remember- a lot of your time when you're like diving into balls, trying to do disc golf and strongman. Yeah, because I was coaching strongman, I was working out for strongman, I was training for disc golf, I was disc golfing, and then all of a sudden, like I was just stretched too thin, and I was like half in on this one, half in on that one. Well, fuck you too, Josh. <laughs> Where'd you go? All right, guys. Jammers of the Rough, we are out. What's going on? Who knows what happened? But it was definitely about you, and you probably caused it. Or Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking all... about the... Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're, I think it was just a sign letting us know we're at the top of the hour. We are at the top of the hour. So that moves us to closing thoughts. So, Josh. Oh, this way. <laughs> so, oh. Thank you, Paige. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um see closing thoughts. I don't know, man. It's like uh, it's been a it's been a crazy two weeks. I'm happy to get back on the show. It's um I'm uh, officially a, a great uncle. Um I had my great nephew born in the yesterday, the day before. It's all it's all blurred together. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, have another person in the family that we can make play disc golf, allow to play disc golf, encourage, show them. <laughs> um, I had an awesome break. It was nice to step away. I, haven't, I was telling Paige, I have not played disc golf all of July. And because I've been doing uh, Orange Country Fair stuff and then come back to a uh, baby being born, uh, I got plans to play with a, a new person who met on Facebook, meet me down. Uh, in my neck of the woods to play around on Saturday. So I'm excited to see how I do after a little bit of break. Usually it goes well. Breaks are good for you. You should always take breaks from time to time. Give your brain and arm and body a rest. Yeah. All right. Wise words from the bearded man from Borneo. So.
1: Borneo. <laughs> uh, oh, look no. that,
0: my closing thoughts are i'm tired i'm exhausted i'm beat i'm tired and exhausted and beat just leave me alone guys no um i don't know i'm hitting this brick wall again and i don't have as much uh highs to get me through it so all the support always helps me out a lot um but also like i said it's tough um tough out there doing the grind i'm looking forward to my tournament i have one tournament or i'm looking forward to the tournament i'm putting on I have one tournament left in the books. Um, I'll probably take some time just to rest and recharge my batteries um, and focus on some other things. But obviously disc golf is still a priority to me. It's just, I got to reevaluate a few things in my life. So if I'm distant, disconnected, uh, don't take it personal. Just realize that's probably where I'm at right now. Um, With that, we want to thank a sponsor Speaking of somebody who stepped away from a while, we're gonna to go to Dark Ace Discs. George, my man, got his Facebook hacked, but he's back, and it's good to see him again. Um, definitely missed the kid. And Dark Ace Army is doing great things. Hannah Hugh had their breakthrough uh tournament a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Are you are you gonna pull up their sponsor or do you just did we not go well, over this enough? We didn't go over this enough, but we can talk uh, about them. No, dark ace army. <laughs> Check them out. Amazing swag. We talked about Barsby. They're a Barsby sponsor. They're doing good things. Music and disc golf go hand in hand and they're out there ushering it in to a new age. Dark Ace Army. Check them out. With that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Jammers in the Rough on CH Sports. We'll see you (laughs) next week. (laughs) 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 This is corny as fuck.